1: On a Friday morning at Wax, it's short time here at the shank of the day. Bob and Jill with you this morning once again. And we will tell you that the Black River Falls schools are closed today. It's not a weather-related situation. It seems that somebody broke into their uh, IT security problem. Uh, They have an IT security problem. Someone with unauthorized access got into that system and is disrupting things, so... They've got FBI and other people coming in to deal with it. But, again, Black River Falls schools are closed today because of that. We'll get another USDA report coming out uh, this morning. World agriculture supply and demand estimates. uh, You know, where are they going to go with what's going on in the Ukraine and a lot of other situations, the supply channels and China. Who knows what kind of numbers we're going to get out of that. But we do know our exports are up and uh, other things. And the weather's not good. We'll tell you about that. What's the the calf crop at the Welke Land and Cattle Company now? Numbers?
0: We're at forty three. Forty three yesterday. All right. I really wanted to name one after you, but you know we're on the <laughs> we're on the K names. So, so you know what we
1: did? Uh oh.
0: We named it kebab.
1: <laughs> that's a good name. That's named, a good name, kebab.
0: Kebab and Kristen yesterday.
1: Well, that's a good thing. All right. So uh, we got. We got more calves on the ground. Boy, it has not been good calving weather, has it?
0: No, we did a lot of sliding into the shed yesterday.
1: Yeah, so and will tell you, if you didn't like yesterday and you didn't like Wednesday... You ain't going to like Friday either. It's not much better out there if you stuck your head out the window or walked to the barn already this morning or whatever. Flurry, showers going on. It'll be a breezy day again today. High, well, will it get to 40? We're not sure. But, again, it's uh, not going to be very nice. And I looked out uh, this morning when I was putting the forecast together. I looked out all the way through, I don't know, April 22nd or 23rd. I don't see anything ...near 60 degrees, so again, it's going to be cool April, to say the least, as we've got uh, anxious farmers out there, and rightly so, because again, we've got a lot of things going on that uh, need to get done this time of the year, starting very, very soon, not in a panic yet, obviously, it's only the 8th of April... So we don't get too excited yet, but uh, again, it would be nice to feel a little heat out of that sun. Today we're going to talk to Dr. David Cole. Dr. Cole, of course, from uh, Virginia Tech University, Emeritus Professor of Agricultural Economics, and he's been at Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin since day one, when that first meeting was held over in Wisconsin Rapids, and they had about 130 people down at the Dells here a couple of weeks ago. They had uh, about 1,200 so it has grown, and Dr. David Cole was there again. We'll talk to him about some of his world perspectives, not only on just dairy but agriculture and uh, the economy in general. So that will be coming up a little bit later on this morning. So uh, busy, busy morning here. And next week, next Friday morning, it will be a sure sign of spring. Brent Wink will be back in the studio with us. Brent will be back with a program, and we'll have a, a new sponsor for it, Corteva. Agri-Sciences will be sponsoring Brent coming in every Friday morning now during the planting, growing, and harvesting season. So Brent Wink will be back with us live in the studio next Friday morning. We're looking forward to that. But in the meantime, we've got other chores to do. Let's tell you about our weather. Brought to you by Mark Ward Motors. And Mark Wart has the area's largest pre-owned inventory with pre-owned selections arriving daily Check them out on the lot or at markquartmotors.com. As we said, if you didn't like yesterday, well, you won't like today. either. flurry, showers, breezy conditions, and that's what's happening. Do you have any showers or sleet or anything coming in this morning?
0: No, it was dry on the windshield this morning.
1: All right, but I know some people are getting flurries and light snow around the area, but uh, that's the order of the day. Some flurries, showers, breezy, wherever you're at. High today only going to be about 40, but then getting better over the weekend. 51 and sunny tomorrow, and into the uh, mid-50s, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, cloudy to partly cloudy conditions. And again, it's... Not warm. April this year is not a warm year and a warm month. Last year we had temperatures in the 80s already and the 70s, but uh, nothing close right now. We're only going to get, as we said, 40. It's 32 right now. Keeping it rural. Wax
2: 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: Once again, 32 around here. we got uh, all Rice Lake, Wausau, Marshfield reporting some light snow. Milwaukee reporting drizzle. It's going to be another one of those days in Wisconsin. It's April. We better get some awful good-looking May flowers because uh, April has been a dreary month so far. I know it's only the 8th. Friday morning, you might as well stay in bed. It's not a nice morning out there. Again, it's just one of those drizzly mornings and uh, little flurries in a few places. And only going to get to 40 today. But let's press on. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM. WAXXO Claire, let's get the news.
3: NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Russia is admitting it's lost a significant number of troops since invading Ukraine seven weeks ago. A spokesperson called it a huge tragedy but didn't give an exact number. Officials in Ukraine believe that almost 19,000 Russian soldiers have been killed so far. A growing number of nations are joining the United States in sending security assistance to Ukraine to help defend itself against Russia's invasion.
4: More than 30 countries have joined us in delivering security assistance to Ukraine. Aid
5: that our Ukrainian partners are putting to very effective use.
3: Secretary of State Antony Blinken said at a NATO meeting in Brussels that total United States security assistance to Ukraine so far is over $1.7 billion. He said Ukrainians are putting that aid to use effectively, citing the Kremlin's retreat from Kyiv. In just hours, the first black woman headed to head the Supreme Court will speak from the White House. Ketanji Brown Jackson will be joined by President Biden and Vice President Harris. The Senate confirmed the 51-year-old yesterday in a historic vote, but she'll have to wait to take her seat. She won't be sworn in until retiring Justice Stephen Breyer leaves in June or July. Jackson will also be the first-ever public defender on the bench. A new report is finding more than a 1,000 books are banned from classrooms across the country. Matt Mattinson has the details. Literary and free expression group Penn America looked at the book bans in public schools between July 2021 and March 2022. The data showed over 1,500 bans were implemented across 26 states in that time frame. Texas saw the most book bans with 713 books. Then Pennsylvania and Florida round out the country's top three states with 456 and 204, respectively. I'm Matt Mattinson. And prepare for another surge in COVID cases. That's the warning from the top infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, says numbers will rise in the coming weeks with a new wave this fall. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio.
2: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: Once again, if you're uh, heading out to the other farm for chores, getting ready to go home from the third shift or getting up to go to work early, or whatever you're doing... Well, if you saw, if you are around here yesterday and Wednesday, Friday's going to be about the same kind of thing. Boy, about 3.30, 4 o'clock yesterday, it started snowing. <laughs> I thought, look out, I better get some gas in the blower again, but uh, it didn't turn out that way. And I think that's going to be what we're going to do today, too. We got some flurries, showers, breezy conditions scattered around the area. Look for a high only about 40, down to 26 tonight. And then on the weekend's going to get better. 51 tomorrow. We should see some sunshine tomorrow. Won't that be nice? And then uh, mid-50s on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, cloudy, partly cloudy. Right now, 33 in Rice Lake with a little light snow. Medford at 29. Central Wisconsin, light snow. 31 in Wausau. Marshfield at 29. 33 in La Crosse, 34 at Green Bay, Madison, Sun Prairie. Warm spot where they're getting a little drizzle this morning is Milwaukee. 40 degrees there, and it's 32 right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance.
3: Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping
4: Wisconsin strong.
5: You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer a competitive home, auto, business, and life insurance? They make it convenient to bundle your insurance while saving you time and money. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural
4: Mutual Insurance,
6: keeping Wisconsin strong.
2: Agriculture, it's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax
1: 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get to some market numbers on a Friday morning, brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. And Joe, where are we at in the livestock on a Friday morning?
0: Choice fed beef steers are 134 to 144 with mixed at 110 to 133. Choice fed beef heifers are 122 to 143 with mixed at $1 to 121. Choice fed Holstein steers are 122 to 131 with selects at 97 to 121. Cows are coming in at 60 to 75 with a top of 78 to 113. Bulls are 70 to 112. Butcher hogs are seventy five to ninety-eight with sows at seventy to eighty-three. Boars are twenty-five to forty. New crop market lambs are one hundred sixty-five to two fifteen, and feeder lambs are two hundred forty to four ten.
1: And taking a look at the livestock futures, they were mixed yesterday at the close. April live cattle, $138, even up thirty cents. June at one thirty-four ten, that was down twelve. August one thirty six ten, that was up forty. In October at 14335 up 75. Feeder cattle April down 70 at $156.40. May down 47 at 15947, August up a dollar 57 at 17427, September feeder cattle 17722 at the close that was up a dollar 80 in October 17932 up a dollar 75. Lean hog carcass contracts April 9905 that was up 30. May at 108.32, down 20. June, 114.15, down 55. And July, 115.27. That was down 32. And on the Board of Trade, uh, kind of a quiet day yesterday. That report comes out today. It's always quiet before that report comes out. But uh, soy oil was up, corn and wheat under some market pressure. And uh overnight, July corn down two cents at seven forty-eight. The oats up one to two at seven thirty, March wheat or July wheat rather, up nickel at ten thirty, July soybeans up six at sixteen thirty-three and meal up a dollar seventy, four hundred and fifty-six dollars and ten cents. Now dairy products, barrel cheese up a cent and a quarter at two thirty-one and a quarter, the blocks unchanged two thirty-one, butter up three and a half cents at two seventy-eight and a quarter, class three. April was higher, up 19 cents at 24.13. Then we lost some ground. May down 15 at 24.70. June down 23 at 24.59. July down 22 at 24.51. And August down 13 at 24.33. That's where we are as far as the markets brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. 10 minutes after 5, we got about 32 degrees around here. And flurry showers, breezy in the forecast today. High, only going to be 40.
2: The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: We'll take a look at some of the numbers in agriculture, the anticipated numbers coming out today, and also some better news as far as uh, exports are concerned. They're looking pretty good. We'll get into some of that stuff on Wax uh, Again, Black River Falls are closed today. All the schools down there, they had a security breach in their system, so... uh unauthorized access, so the school is closed. All the schools are closed in Black River Falls today. Thirteen and a half after five o'clock. We'll see what's going on in our farm news next right here on Wax
2: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: Yeah, get that brochure. And don't forget this coming Monday, the 11th, by 10 o'clock, we're going to have a virtual travel show so you can log in and uh, see all the sites we're going to see. Uh, as beautiful as the brochures are, when you see these pictures, are fabulous, that's for sure. But get a hold of Holiday Vacations today, 834 55 and uh, tell them you want more information about logging in to our Monday virtual travel show and uh, how you do that, and so you're all squared away. So do that. Well, let's get a look at some of our farm news, some numbers
0: to look at this morning. Jill, what's going on? The U.S. farm export numbers are a good story for the first five months of the current fiscal year. Starting in October, each month through February has been better than the month before. So far, total agricultural exports are up 9% for the year, totaling $84 billion. For the first five months of the year, corn exports are up 33%, wheat is up 13%, and soybean sales are up 1%. And according to the U.S. Meat Export Federation, U.S. beef exports are also way up thanks to major buyers in Asia and Latin America. In the first two months of this year, exports were up 5% in quantity and 46% in value, reaching almost $2 billion in January and February. Industry officials added that those numbers would be even higher if it weren't for the slowdown in food service activity in China and Hong Kong because of new outbreaks of the COVID virus. And around this part of the country, we're looking for some drier, sunnier weather, but out west, it's a different story. Drought continues to be a challenge in the 17 states from the Pacific coast to the Great Plains. 16 of those 17 states are reporting at least 30% short to very short topsoil moisture. The driest states include Montana at 96% short to very short, New Mexico at 88%, Nebraska at 81%, and Texas now 80% short to very short of moisture. California is the only western state not reporting moisture problems, but that's probably because much of their egg lands are irrigated. When USDA economists released their April World Supply and Demand Estimates later this morning, the crops in South America and the situation with exports and planted crops this year in Ukraine will probably get the most attention. Because Ukraine is the world's fourth largest corn exporter, corn prices could see the most benefits in today's report as world-ending stocks are expected to be down even though South American crop watchers are now saying Brazil's corn crop will be a little higher, a little bigger than earlier estimated. Balancing that out is the estimate that Argentina's corn crop will be a little smaller this year. So lots of numbers in
1: the news this morning. And again, that report will come out about 11 o'clock our time. So we'll see what they say and uh, how much uh, Ukraine, South American crop, uh, thing, China's purchases... China's people aren't getting out because of that COVID. So, again, lots of factors. Dr. David Cole is going to join us next from Virginia Tech. And uh, you've heard Dr. Cole before and always has a good message. And we'll hear that message next right here on Wax.
2: For those who work in Acres not an hour wax
4: 104.5 and the midwest farm report one of the things we can go right to oil prices of course russia produces ten percent of the oil in the world but one of the things that's happening is you've seen the skyrocketing gasoline oil prices and diesel fuel eighty percent of the farm expenses are somehow connected to oil so it's having a dramatic impact and a ripple through fertilizer chemicals and it's not necessarily 2022 it's what's going to happen in 2023 and so we're definitely seeing uh, those aspects. When we go to commodities, of course, you're seeing um, uh, you know, wheat go up, 29% is produced in the Ukraine and uh, uh, Russia. And, of course, corn exports, I think about 14% come out of that region of the world. Sunflower, 80%. And so what we're seeing is... Uh, high commodity prices. What we've got to be worried about and all the listeners here you get demand destruction. Usually demand destruction starts at about $9 on wheat, 14 on beans and 7 on corn and $4, tw- four to $4.50 on gasoline so what will happen is you get pushback and people say no and so we're going to have to really watch this and Bob this is, reminds me of the period 1978-79 when we had the Middle East and we had oil problems we had high inflation land values were going bonkers so it's almost like Yogi Bear would say deja vu all over <laughs>
1: but at this point not 20 percent interest rates like we had back then and it and does make a difference but you mentioned high prices demand destruction USDA just forecasting the oil milk price this year going to be twenty five oh five. what's the Temptation that dairy farmers should resist at $25 milk?
4: I think one of the things is uh, $25 milk, it's great, uh, but one of the things is a marketing and risk management program and knowing your cost of production and being able to lock in on some of those profits. Uh, uh, you're going to leave some money on the table, but most businesses don't go broke leaving money on the table. The other thing that concerns me, Bob, is what as fast as these milk prices have gone up, I wonder if they go in the opposite direction. And what happens is you get the, what they call the classic flip. Classic flip is, is when the price comes off but the costs stay up. And what will happen is you usually get about a 12- to 18-month period where you've got a negative flip. And that's what we need to be preparing for.
1: So how do we prepare for that? You talked about managing your money. It's not a yearly basis. It should be week-to-week, week, monthly. It should be a little bit more uh, up-close. Uh, well, at our creamer right now, we're doing week-to-week, and
4: we've actually found that to be very, very beneficial because we're tweaking our strategy. It's line-by-line management. But I think one of the things is the past couple of years, we've got complacent. You know we've got complacent? The government came to the rescue. You know what, 70%-plus of net farm income on dairy farms was a check from the government. The government's not going to be there. And so uh, this drive-by financials once a year uh, to... Um, you know, appease a tax accountant to minimize taxes, uh, it's not going to cut it in this period ahead of us. And so we've got to be managed. You don't have to do it week to week, but monthly on dairy farms is going to be real critical. And it's going to require you being in there with your lender, your consultant team, and just kind of you know managing and tweaking that strategy and i know some of you listening to this have turned your financials over to a cfo or an accountant but you still got to take ownership of those numbers and that's going to be real critical and then the final thing is better look at that balance sheet the top half and do you have working capital because you see working capital it's uh, analogous to the queen on the chessboard queen's there for a blocking strategy opportunity strategy and the working capital If these we go negative margin okay we're gonna see it the flip then you have to draw on your working capital reserves and your lines of credit to be able to keep operations going
1: one thing you said and you just mentioned it uh, a couple of moments ago it's it's not a bad thing necessarily to leave money on the table for farmers that 's hard to do because uh, these margins are tight as we get ready to put the crop in fertilizer prices, seed prices, chemical prices yeah. where 's the money to leave on the table
4: yeah, well, I, for example, I was in Missouri the other day, and a corn uh, producer said it 's costing him seven bucks a bushel, and uh, you know at that time, corn was seven seventy seven eighty. And he says, you know, uh, I am going to sell a certain amount of it uh, right now so I can capture that profit. And we've got to be extremely careful because these costs are very, very you know, volatile and they're extremely high. And we're dealing with bigger figures. So you can go upside down uh, very, very quickly. And that's why you have a marketing plan, for example, uh, your crop insurances and different things. Uh, it's not an option. It's a requirement. Uh, having that working capital reserve so that you don't have to sell uh, when the market's going against you. In other words, you can sell when you want to be able to sell. So the ability to have adaptability and resiliency through a marketing risk management program and that working capital, uh, 2022, 2023, and particularly 2023, I was just with a producer here. He was, doing, he was discussing his uh financials for twenty twenty three right now. Twenty twenty three and I, I actually gave him a shout out and uh that's a very proactive type of producer.
1: Doing it on his own or is he have a sounding board and the relationship with that sounding board, be it an attorney, a banker, whoever it was real interesting. He's doing it on his own.
4: He's got his own spreadsheets, but he his sounding board is his lender. And actually, the farm consultant came along, and uh, he is another uh, sounding board out there. You know, it used to be uh, uh, dairy farmers in particular we were independent, and we didn't want to deal with people. Now it's interdependency. And uh, being able to shoot some of your ideas and, you know, have somebody else look at those numbers. Uh, I know in our businesses, we have someone else look at those numbers because they might see some things you don't see. And it's going to hurt your ego sometimes.
1: (laughs) And uh, speaking of hurting the ego and and being in charge, it's hard to do it alone. And of course, we're trying to always bring hopefully family into the operation, but there's a right way to do it and a lazy, I won't say a wrong way, but a lazy way to do it.
4: I think uh, kind of the right way, and this works 80% of the time, is send those family members off a couple of years, make some mistakes on somebody else's money, bring them back in. Because what you're trying to do is build, you know, the management skills. Here's another thing I'm seeing, though, with family members, and particularly, well, I better leave this out but uh certain parts of family members they don't want to step up into management because when you management you're dealing with the boring things numbers you're dealing with the volatile things people and one of the things they just want to go out and be involved with production and so one of the things in this family business transition you've got to have the right people in the right seats uh out there and sometimes uh not all the family members uh, uh, need to be involved with the management. So you've got to be very discretionary in selecting the right people in the right place.
1: And again, that's Dr. David Cole. Some of his comments. We've got more, and we'll share more of his comments later on because uh, he always has a An interesting idea, an interesting view of uh, management, of the world situation, and he knows agriculture. He's involved in the dairy. He's an owner of a dairy industry operation himself out east. Dr. David Cole. 29 minutes after 5 o'clock, it's a Friday morning at Wax. We'll get Morgan and some local news coming up.
2: The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax one hundred four point five, and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: Well, let's get some news, then we'll get some weather, then we'll get some markets. We got a lot going on. Morgan's in the newsroom this morning. Are you sick of this weather yet? I am. That's three times. I was going to say this is the robin's. This uh, is three the, times, so by
7: my count better. three. We had a dusting out there this morning in Boyceville, and it uh, was enough to cover the lawn and and cover up what my dogs have been up to this week. <laughs> so uh, I'll take that win, but. This This is three times by my count on that Robin's tail. So from here out, we're done, right? That's it. After today, it's going to get better. You make sure Mike Dandria follows that rule when he gives us the forecast here in a minute, okay?
1: Chastise him immensely
7: if he Uh, doesn't follow through. I believe you will. Uh, I will. What's going on? Well, with seven one five headlines, we'll start and keep news pretty near to us. Good morning. It's in Marshfield where we start. Authorities there taking about an hour to talk to an armed child pornography suspect and get him out of the truck. It happened in a Walmart parking lot. Police say they went to arrest the man yesterday morning and that's when he pulled the knife as they approached the semi. Officers then pulled back after a short standoff. They talked the man into surrendering. He's now looking at charges for possession of child pornography and failure to comply with officers. In another part of our state, doctors will take a look at the Sheboygan Falls mom who told police she killed her young son to protect him from Russian troops. It was a judge yesterday that did order a mental health evaluation for 41-year-old Natalia Hitchcock. Her husband told police she was drinking and growing anxious about the war in the days before she killed her son last week. She was born in Russia, being held on a million dollars bond due back in court next month. Well, it was a stop for Governor Tony Evers near to us, and that was part of the Student Mental Health Services Program it is talking about this at different areas around the state. Here in Eau Claire, that means $159,000 of Wisconsin's $15 million will go to Student Health Services. But what does that mean? Well, nearly every K-12 through 12 district here in the state will be getting a share of that American Rescue Plan Act money. That's to support those mental health services. And as an example, staff psychologist at Stevens Point here, Amy Bizarin, say. They'll use some of that to expand services to help eliminate some of the barriers that our students have in getting connected with outpatient counseling, whether it's the difficulties navigating the insurance part or scheduling and and, um, who's even available since it's been really difficult, even with waiting lists and close to us. It was North Star Middle School yesterday that saw that visit by the governor, and he'll continue to make those stops around the state. Well, they got it out of the way. The first loss for the Brewers, but a lot of happy Cubbies fans now, as we can say here. Brewers manager Craig Council says it was a competitive game.
5: It was a good ball game today. It was, you know, lots of, lots of big pitches you know really the whole game was a bunch of big pitches two run lead at the most and, and raced that pretty fast so it was that was a good ball game for sure
7: Well, now we're in for the ride the rest of the season and from here at our local 715newsroom.com I'm Morgan McCarthy and now you are up to date on Wax
1: 104.5 i don't worry so much about the major leaguers uh, it's the high school kids that you know they got baseball softball golf track
7: mm-hmm. all
1: kinds of things going on this spring and boy it's hard to do it in this kind of weather
7: it is i know especially because uh, like for example siggy and my nieces in boysville they're trying to juggle indoor practice time yeah. and gym space because you don't want to be running outside in this but no don't
1: uh and doesn't boysville the boysville pickle men or whatever they call mm-hmm. themselves aren't they uh one of the best baseball teams in high school. State. state. Yeah, yeah. State champion,
7: Yeah, Bulldogs, Bob. Bulldogs. Bulldogs Bulldogs. Okay. You know what you need? You need some purple and white in your life. I'll get you a shirt, my friend. <laughs> I don't know if they're the pickle men or what they are. you got to but... say, go dogs, Go dogs. There you go. go. Dogs. See? Right. You're a... halfway there already.
1: I am. Thanks, Morgan. <laughs> Anytime, Bob. There goes Morgan in the newsroom. And uh, we've got weather we're going to get to. Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean. Mike uh, D'Andrea is over in the Skywarn 13 weather. Morning, Mike. Good morning, Bob. Doing? I was watch- I'm doing well. I was watching you earlier, and I saw you out on the patio wearing a stocking cap. <laughs> when in the world are you going to be able to take that thing off and warm this thing up? You know, it's funny, as I was just saying, I think this
8: is out of habit anymore just because of how the weather's been. But uh, well. I know,
1: and the problem is you're messing up your hair.
8: The little bit that I have? <laughs> I was going
1: to say, you got a number one. You remind me of uh, when I went through basic training, and they said, how do you like it? And I said, well, just a little off the side. They said, okay, and I,
8: everything came off. Yep, that's uh, that's one thing I'll never get rid of was uh, my time in the Marine Corps, never get rid of this haircut.
1: Oh, that a boy. Well, uh, Semper Fi. Semper Fi. All right. And, what, uh, what's going on? How? Well, tell me about your military. What, uh, how long are in you in the Marine Corps? I spent 10 years in the reserves. You I actually did? just got okay. out in
8: December. Yeah.
1: Good for you. Thank Good you. for you. Great stuff. What's going on weatherwise? Weatherwise, well,
8: we got to get through one more uh, gloomy-looking day. Now, at least we'll stay mostly dry aside from just a couple chances of some flurries, but uh, only topping out in the upper 30s yet again. But we'll have some breaks in the clouds later this afternoon. Maybe give us a peek of sunshine before the sun sets, but other than that, we'll start to clear out even more overnight. And that'll allow our temperatures to dip into the mid 20s. But that's actually some good news because we'll have some sunshine going into tomorrow and we'll likely top out around the upper 40s and potentially hit that 50 degree mark once again for only the fifth time this year. Otherwise, going into tomorrow night, we'll have partly cloudy conditions, temperatures dipping to around the freezing point. More clouds rolling in Sunday, but we'll still keep these warmer temperatures as we warm up into the mid 50s. Then some chances for rain start Sunday night, and that'll carry on into a good bit of next week as we have more of an active weather pattern. But this time around, we'll have warmer temperatures as we'll maintain these mid-50s as well, but right now in Eau Claire, we're looking at a few flurries and a temperature of 31 degrees.
1: Alright, thank you sir. Boo! <laughs> oh gosh! Wait, <laughs> go, wait, wait. Go dogs. There you go. Go dog. <laughs> Thanks Mike, have a good weekend. You too, Bob. Mike Dandry over there in the weather room looking at the weather on whack. Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean is excited to welcome spring and all the opportunity it brings. And as you think about what you're planting in your fields, Chippewa Valley Bean wants you to consider growing a crop of kidney beans kidney beans are a great addition to your rotation and bring great value back to your farm if you're looking for new opportunities for your farm give their agronomist ben a call at 715-556-1930 that's 715-556-1930 or visit them at cvbean.com Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 22 minutes before 6 o'clock, and we're going to look at some calendar this morning. One thing uh, we haven't talked enough about, probably should have, that Culver's uh, Essay Contest, they really emphasize it during National FFA Week, and hopefully we've got some FFA chapters around our area that are working on this. It's a Thank You Farmer project, and uh, an essay written from the chapter, and it gives the chapter members an opportunity to continue exploring their passion of agriculture. Use their voice to share the importance of agriculture in the world while also trying to earn money for their FFA chapter. Now, it can be an essay or it can be a video out on farms showing whatever you want to show, but it's worth it. I'll tell you what, you depend on FFA alumni and everybody else for fundraisers for your chapters. Three winners will be selected. The prizes: seventy-five hundred dollars, five thousand and twenty-five hundred dollars. So, hopefully, we have chapters that are doing that. But you got to finish them up in a hurry because they got to be in this coming Monday morning to Culver. So, get that done. Also, a reminder for farmers in Chippewa County that think they uh, would like to host Farm Technology Days in twenty twenty four. Get your applications in. Chippewa Economic Development Corporation is uh, the kind of the clearinghouse, so to speak, for that this year. So get on their website, download that application, and get it in by April 29th so the committee can get out and uh, look at the farms, evaluate all those applications, look at all the sites that uh, are finalists, and uh, make a decision, because that's always the first process, is selecting the host farm or farmers, it can be farmers together, you know, cross fence lines if you got a contiguous land. So, again, if you're a farmer in Chippewa County and you think you've got the necessary, oh, about 80 flat acres for tent city and parking and then another two, 300 acres for field demonstrations and setup and all kinds of other things, good road access. So, again, some of the criteria. But, again, farmers in Chippewa County, get those applications, fill them out and get them in by april 29th feeding
2: information to the folks who feed you wax 104.5 and the
1: midwest farm report we'll get to some friday morning markets but again flurry showers breezy today kind of a day like thursday a day like wednesday (laughs) hopefully it'll be the last day like this for a while supposed to be sunny tomorrow and 51 it's only 31 right now well some things going on uh dairy sale breakfast
0: pioneer dairy clubs uh, of UW Platteville is hosting their Dairy Classic tomorrow at eleven o'clock at the Grant County Fairgrounds. It said they've got all all breeds available this year at the sale. Dairy or beef? Dairy. All right. And Chippewa Falls FFA and FFA alumni is having their pancake breakfast on Sunday from nine till one thirty at the Columbus Association Hall.
1: All right. So some uh, things coming up on the calendar. We'll get to the end of the season but uh, again if you're looking for a good breakfast sunday morning in chippewa falls almost a quarter to six here at whack keeping it rural wax 104.5 and the
5: midwest farm report
0: it's quarter to six and 31 degrees out there time to hear what jim Lindsay has to say about his thursday sale
5: Choice beef steers and heifers $1.15 to $1.33. choice dairy cross steers and heifers dollar ten to a dollar thirty two high yielding choice and prime Holstein steers dollar twenty to a dollar thirty one 31. choice Holstein steers dollar ten to a dollar nineteen select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers dollar nine and down top twenty percent of the cull cows sold from eighty to ninety two weight a top of ninety two and a half Sixty percent of the cows sold from 67 to 79. The bottom 20 percent of the cows sold from 66 and down. Organic market from Tuesday. Eighty percent of the organic cows sold from 90 to a dollar four. We topped at a dollar six. Bottom 20 percent of the organic cows sold from 89 and down. Cold bulls sold from 70 to a dollar with the top of a dollar two. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. Eighty percent of the 95 pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 70 to 160 dollars per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from 70 dollars per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from 100 to $240 per head. Sows sold from 81 to 85 with a top of $85.5. Here are prices for fancy vaccinated feeder cattle from our last sale, which was held here on April 1st. Three to 600-pound beef steers, $1.20 to $1.81. Six to 900-pound beef steers, $1.15 to $1.80. Three to 600-pound beef heifers, $1.15 to $1.67. Six to 900-pound beef heifers, $1.10 to $1.57. Three to 600-pound Holstein steers, 90 to to $1.50. Six to 900-pound Holstein steers, $80 to $1.21. We are selling organic cattle on Tuesdays at the El Tuna Market at Please have all cattle and appropriate paperwork to the barn by 11 a.m. The day of sale. Our next special feeder sale is April 22nd. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: More market information on a Friday morning here at Wax. We go over to the Equity Stratford sale barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. And uh, it's white out there in your area, huh? Yes, it is. And I'll tell you what, the, the furry friend that lives here with us, a uh, little four-legged guy, he didn't
6: want to go out this morning.
1: but. Uh... I'll bet the little <laughs> two-legged guy didn't want to go out too far either. I didn't go out yet, and no. I don't plan on much of it either. but. <laughs>
6: Well, that's uh, on we have to, but no, it's a there's a, a. I don't know. I didn't measure it inch, inch and a half, two oh, inches maybe. Okay. But
1: well, good. It'll it'll melt off here in the next uh, next day or so. So we'll we'll live with it. It's not the first time we've had snow in April. That's for sure. We've had a lot more some years. Well, wrap up the week for us. How would you get along over there at Stratford this week? All right, it was a busy week, and we have concluded. So, uh, Bob,
6: thank you, and good morning, everyone. A summary from yesterday, Thursday. And this past week here at Equity Stratford. On the cow market, a fully steady market on the cows this week. Uh, higher yielding Holstein cows on yesterday's auction were selling from 76 up to 89.5. And extreme top on the cows this, this week did reach 95. That was on Monday's auction. Most of the cows this week, uh, your average cows are selling from 60 to 76. Thinner cows, lighter carcass cows, those are below 60. On the bull trade, better quality bulls selling from 90 up to 111. Lightweight bulls, eighty-five and below. On the fed cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers, mostly one hundred five to one hundred twenty. High yielding choice, strictly prime Holsteins, are one hundred twenty-one to one hundred twenty-five. Select grading cattle, those are below a dollar. Calf market very strong this past week. Good quality Holstein bull calves. Again, I'm uh, emphasizing the good quality calves, weighing ninety-five to one hundred thirty, selling from one hundred to one hundred ninety. A lot of bull calves earlier in the week, uh, selling from two hundred up to two. Up to 270. That was on Monday sale. Also, uh, beef calves also very strong. 175 to 425 on yesterday's sale. We did reach 470 on Monday on those and the plainer quality lightweight calves, heifer calves, mostly forty dollars and below. And as we uh, look ahead to next week, another busy week on tap here at Stratford full marketing week. Of course, our next day sale will be next Tuesday at 10 a.m. We uh, do have a, a dairy cattle auction on. Uh, Tuesday, April twelfth, we got a real nice consignment: sixty-five head Holstein milk cows, spring and heifers. These are hand-picked from an overstocked dairy. Cows, parlor train cows. They're milked, uh, parlor milked, uh, headed in uh, freestyle housing, AI bred. So, uh, so, if your folks are looking for some really good parlor cows, next Tuesday here in Stratford, uh, that'll be at eleven o'clock. And feeder cattle sale next Wednesday. We've got a very large feeder cattle sale. A lot of Holstein steers consigned. Uh, a lot of beef cattle, so a big run of feeder cattle. That'll be next Wednesday, and uh, like I said, full marketing week. And uh, also, don't forget, we do organic marketing on Tuesday with the cattle for that. So, Bob, we've concluded a busy week. Next week, of course, uh, Holy week, but uh, it's uh, going to be busy in the marketing end of the world. And, uh, well, as baseball fans, uh, well, I don't know. I was watching those people yesterday in Chicago. It looked like the frozen tundra in Green Bay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. It wasn't. It wasn't fun to play. I don't like watching baseball in cold weather because you know the players are uncomfortable it's just uh, just not fun um, another
6: thing too the the, the uh, a beverage sale is probably not the greatest either
1: <laughs> <laughs> probably not 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 the cold variety they might have sold some coffee but I don't know about the other stuff but anyway baseball fans are tough so uh, they'll keep going hey thanks Jerry have a good weekend bob you also and we'll we'll talk to uh we'll talk to you next week that a boy, Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin
2: way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: Hey, let's take a look at the rest of our markets. Before we do that, though, again, uh, in case you hadn't heard down in the Black River Falls area, your schools are closed today in Black River Falls. Not a weather problem, it's an IT security problem. Some unauthorized access, so they're working on that. But it means the schools are closed today at Black River Falls. On the Board of Trade, it was a quiet day yesterday before the report. Uh, Soy oil and meal were higher taking beans, higher corn and wheat under some market pressure. And if you follow crude oil, crude oil went down a dime a barrel. Now at $96.13 a barrel. But on the rest of our markets, July corn overnight down two at seven forty-eight. The oats at seven thirty. The July wheat up five at ten thirty a bushel, and soybeans up six at sixteen thirty-three overnight. Meal up a dollar seventy at four hundred fifty-six dollars and ten cents. Country elevator prices:
0: wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connorsville location. Corns at six eighty-seven, and soybeans is at at fifteen seventy-four. Doomers Grain of Holman and Buck Country Arcadia Corn is at 687 with soybeans at 1574.
1: And take a look at the D10 screen at our country elevator prices. Corn a little bit higher, soybeans 25 to 30 cents higher than yesterday. At Golden Plump, Arcadia corn 6.98 a bushel today. At Baldwin and Elmwood and Fall Creek, corn is 6.67. Soybeans 15.62. Durand is 6.65 on the corn, 15.62 on the beans. Mondovi 6.69 on the corn with the beans at 15.62 and at Osseo. Six seventy-two and fifteen sixty-two. Stevens Point soybeans fifteen fifty-four today. Out at Elk Mound corn six eighty-three, beans fifteen seventy-nine. Sparta six ninety and fifteen sixty-seven. At Ellsworth six sixty-two and fifteen forty-nine. And at the ethanol plants, Boyceville, corn seven dollars a bushel today. Stanley seven zero eight. The New Richmond grain facility at seven zero four. Barrel cheese up a cent and a quarter, 231 and a quarter. Blocks unchanged, 231. Butter up 3.5 at 278 and a quarter. April, Class 3 up 19 at 24.13. May down 15 at 24.70. June, 24.59, down 23. July down 22 at 24.51. And August down thirteen. At 2433. Again, kind of a sloppy day out there. marquard Motors bringing us a quick check of our weather. Don't forget, they're open for your 5,000 mile schedule maintenance with a complimentary tire rotation, vehicle health check, and car wash. Schedule it all at MarkwardMotors.com. Flurries, showers, kind of breezy today, high of 40. Then warm it up into the 50s with a little bit of sunshine over the weekend as well. It's only 31 right now. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report.
2: Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by
8: Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.